0: It's the Rotten Retro Time Machine Whatever mate. Hello, hello, welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks, fellas. What you been doing? Been a while, ain't it? Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: So yeah, rot... welcome to the Rotten Retro Time Machine. We had a good time in Bradford <laughs> a few weeks ago. Who wouldn't?
2: Who wouldn't? Yeah. yeah. Was one of our best, that one, best nights out. That one, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: right? yeah, great. Place. Well, now we're going some to somewhere else that I've been a few times. Grimsby, Grimsby, or as Trevor Brooking pronounces it, Rimsby, <laughs> <laughs> a play in Birmingham, <laughs> Grimsby 1879. Yes, yes, but that's uh, you before... went. Before we uh, jump into Grimsby, 1879, there's been uh, quite a few celebrity deaths in recent weeks, so uh, we'd like to introduce a new feature.
1: Yeah. Well, the two
0: new features I'd like to introduce, actually. One, the gone, but not for forgotten. What, how do you say it?
3: Well, well, we've got a new segment, because so, so we, we, we thought, didn't we, that we thought that between, you know, the three the three weeks or so between each of our recordings, there's always some celebrities who, 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 who have gone, so um, we thought we'd do a new segment where we pay tribute to celebrities who've passed away between our last recordings, so, you know, just like a little moment where we can pay our respects to some recently departed celebrity legends, so welcome to Not Long Gone! Not long gone. I was going
0: gone, but not forgot gone. <laughs> I, <laughs> think I, think,
3: I think it's a movable feast, isn't
0: it? Yeah. It's little, but yeah. I, I have the list
3: here. I have the list here of those who have uh, gone since our last recording. So shall I just work through it? Are you happy to me uh, to start yeah. on that? On. Yeah. Okay. First up, dead knobs and broomsticks. Beauty and deceased. Angelie Lansbury.
2: Gone. gone oh gone. that was a bit of a shock i was although i did you know i was all equally shocked to find out how old she was she was <laughs> yes. she was very old
0: shocked to find out she was alive <laughs> yeah. before she, found she As was I
2: with most of these to be honest
0: <laughs> every now yeah. and again there is an actual jaw stropper of like yeah. oh wow yeah how's that person still going
3: how
2: old was she was she ninety late 90s was it she was about, wasn't she about 98 or something like that Oh,
3: bless was her man
0: she... brilliant yeah and uh was there any uh suspicious circumstances <laughs> well she'd have written about <laughs> she'd have written about it wouldn't she she was, <laughs> she was showing through her diaries at the moment yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's the only one who knew who did it <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>!
0: <laughs> Maybe brilliant she a note.
2: so uh,
3: angela lansbury gone gone uh next one uh next celebrity who passed away uh Gornness gracious, great balls of gone. Jerry Lee Lewis <laughs> <laughs> Gorn He's are these,
0: gone are we, are we building momentum, so have you started With the the least known Celebrity first, or have you gone with the best one First? No, no but, I, I, I'm scattering it, I'm scattering it Through
3: All right. I'm scattering it known? through
2: but but but, On the uh, basis yeah. of uh, how we've gone from Angela Lansbury and um, To uh, What was it, Gordoness gracious great balls have gone by the end of this balls. it's just gonna be gone 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 isn't
3: it yeah 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 true uh yeah so uh that's him. so next up next up uh we have another musician of sorts um uh, now he's going to be spending all his life In a gaunster's paradise Coolio gone oh, yeah. oh.
2: Coolio's gone He was a gone. young man wasn't he
3: Yeah he was about our age wasn't he Coolio
2: I think he was yeah
3: I don't know young I was trying to I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to convince myself there
2: that anyone yes, under I, 80 you have he's to say oh, it's no age It's oh, no yeah. age
3: Oh, There's yeah. no age. Well, we have got the next one, actually. Next celebrity who's passed away since our last recording is uh, was of Angela Lansbury age, I do believe. Ding gone, Leslie Phillips. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah. He was Ding gone. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Leslie it, Phillips. It, it, again, one of those ones who I thought had passed away ages
0: ago. Yes.
2: He was in that category
3: for
0: it me must, as well. It must reach a point, though, like your Lansbury and. Uh, like your Les- Leslie Phillips, where you just stop going out. Yeah. And look what look what happened. Michael Parkinson was on um, breakfast, BBC breakfast a couple of weeks ago. And people, people were like inundating the BBC hotline with, he looks really old and really ill. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he but, is really uh, old and probably, yeah, probably yeah, is feeling really, a bit he's, ill. He's in his mid-80s and he's putting a shift in. Yeah,
3: last time you saw him was on YouTube and it was from
0: 1974. Yeah, interviewing Cluffy and (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he wouldn't last long with Emu now, would he? Hey, hey, (laughs) Emu's revenge.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Snap him like yeah, quite. Mind you, I haven't seen Emu
0: for a while. To be fair,
2: yeah. No, God, no, no.
3: Best reception he ever got. Bernie
0: Clifton apparently, but. It?
3: Uh, Bernie? Bernie said he'd step up to the plate any time that was needed. Um, talking of the seventies, uh, we've got four more to go, by the way. Talking of the seventies,
0: hang on. Uh, so how many did we start? How many were on the list? Seven,
1: eight, oh, sorry, not, uh, eight, not...
0: eight, eight, eight. We've got four. We've done four. We've got four
3: left. We're literally at the halfway point. Yeah, because usually they say it's just after Christmas when they all go. Oh yeah, well uh, <laughs> November, but November we... has been uh, has been.
0: It's a. It's, it's a hell of a go before Christmas.
2: It's a, it's a protest against the World Cup. That's what it's it is. It, it is. is cost, a yeah. Instead of Cost of
0: living crisis. <laughs> cost, a, <laughs> cost, a, <laughs> cost a dying crisis. I yeah, will <laughs> uh, tell you what. In the old cost of living crisis. I I um. Sorry, I mean I'm interrupting a perfectly good segment here to say that <laughs> not having the heating <laughs> on. Is stifling my underpants supply. <laughs> like nothing ever dries. <laughs> does it? And the other the other day, have you, have, your pants <laughs> always smell the wrong side of moist. <laughs> yeah, don't they? yeah. But the other day, I was down to like I used up all my emergency pants, and I was down to the last pants in the drawer. <laughs> last right? pants saloon. And. me me and these pants have got history like they were the last gift that my uh, grandmother gave me before she passed away and she has been dead at least 15 perhaps 20 years now so like they've had some wear and tear over the years but because they because they've got legacy I can't just (laughs) bin them also they're my lucky flying pants so every trip that I go on with work or or a holiday or whatever and it involves flying I I pack these pants so like a like my safety net (laughs) plane ain't gonna crash if these (laughs) if these blue boxer shorts are in the bag but over this period of time the elastic's gone at the top so there's it like but luckily my thighs have got fatter so what's (laughs) happened is my thighs are holding them in place and the weight the weight span's gone so every now and again you know when like pants occasionally ride up your ass right? <laughs> i don't mind Poor that peter his... Stringfellow,
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. full metal string
0: mind... fellow yeah so i don't mind the the wedgie feeling with these pants because it's just <laughs> holding them in place a little <laughs> bit more you know so it's not all on me thighs <laughs> the life and death of wedgie pairing <laughs> yeah but anyway the I mean, my drying situation got so bad that, um, yeah, I was wearing those the other day for work. Well, I, I have a pant story as well, just while we're at half
3: time in the uh, not long gone. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, sorry, I told you I'd ruin no, it. No, no, I no, no, felt... no, this
3: is a good pant story. This is, this is, this is a, a story of a young man who who's thinking, thinking on his feet. So, because, as you say, the issue is drying pants, stepson's mum. My wife, a.k.a. the missus, bought him some new boxer shorts from Primark. And they're not the usual cotton ones. They were a bit silky, right? So I've been taking the mickey out of him, calling him his sexy silky. <laughs> so you've got him on today, kiddo. Going after the ladies. No, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. Anyway, yesterday he was in a, uh, he's in the cadets, and he was up at the cathedral doing a part of the parade. Um, and he was marching. And he came in and he went, I've got my uh, sexy silky ones on today. <laughs> and I went, I went, oh, right, why's that? Then he went, so my thighs can glide when I'm marching. There'll be no chafing. I mean, that's genius, isn't
0: it?
2: You know, you found
0: a use for them.
2: Well, yeah. that's great. You'll have to get some more for Christmas now.
0: Wow, well, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking
2: of getting them myself.
0: Have you ever owned a pair of silk boxer shorts? No. Have no. you? I have No, for the simple reason, if, uh, if there was an occasional drippage... I was wondering how that, how the, how the silk shirt would respond. Yeah, like it's high risk.
3: Also, if you, you had to put your hand in to adjust yourself, it'd be like, do, like Rod Stewart in the FA Cup draw, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. But uh, anyway, talking of the FA Cup, what a segue! What a segue that is. Back into the, back into the second half of, uh, not long gone. Uh, FA Cup legend. Gorny Ronnie Radford. Gone. Gorny Radford. Oh, He's dear. gone. A what sad a one, that. Yeah, what a goal. It's a sad one, that. Mm. Yeah, what a goal. And, and of was, course, that it wasn't the actual winning goal. Was it? Everyone thinks it was the no, winning goal, but it, no, wasn't. Was it was, wasn't. It was
0: it the equaliser, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Motson's commentary that yeah. made it onto the start of match of the day that made it iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Very good.
3: Very good. Right. Okay. Three to go. Bill Treacher. A.K. Arthur Fowler has joined his Xmas Club money and gone. Oh. he's gone with the Xmas Club money. Another yeah. one who's on the list of I thought had already gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I photographed him once, you know, at Derby. When it was at the Derby Telegraph, and he was in some very serious play. Uh, he just left East Enders, and um, he was in a play at the Derby Playhouse. And we had to go up um, to, to to photograph him, and he was very quiet and very um, uh, sort of unassuming and very softly spoken. And I said, Arthur, could we, uh, Arthur, Bill, could we get Arthur, a picture of you? The uh, the, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got me yeah. Christmas
0: money back, Arthur. <laughs>
3: um, uh, if you want a hand tied in that front room, up, just give me a shout. Um, yeah, he, and, he, and I said, I like, come out and do some photographs. And I'm thinking, God, there's no life, in he it? was going to be really rubbish. This anyway, he gets to the front of the picture, and I said. Bill, if you could just get a picture of me doing this with a nice sort of like happy expression. And he went, what, something like this? And he just turned into like Mr. Showbiz for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yes. Got this incredible photograph of him in front with his arms raised and he's almost jumping up in front of the playhouse sign. And he went, what, what, something like that, is that OK? I said, yes, thank you, Bill, thank you. All right, thank you, I'll, I'll see you soon. And he went back inside again. It was like a switch yeah. went on in him. Brilliant, lovely fellow.
0: Yeah. What was the name of the woman he had an affair with?
3: Oh, Mrs. Uh, oh man, uh, it was. Oh, I can see you now, can't you? Yeah. It was.
0: Oh I man, it comes to Mrs. Hewitt. Mrs. Hewitt. Mrs. Hewitt. Yeah. Look at that. Mrs. Hewitt. On the jaws. Yeah, um, yeah that so. snatched it. Snatched that it. That was like back then. People knew what the EastEnders storyline was, even yeah. if they didn't really watch it. You know. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I, I, I think, and i tell you what, I bet, I bet Arthur and everybody's sexy silky boxer shorts on.
0: Oh, I don't know. Uh, do you reckon, what you reckon? I don't know. Maybe. If it needed, we could just turn it on them. like that,
3: you know. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just a switch. <laughs> <laughs> like a switch. Hey, right, we've got two more here. Two more, and then we can get into Grimsby. Um, head to Grimsby. Uh, long gone calling. The Clash is Keith Levine. Gone. Ooh, that's
0: sad. Gone.
3: Gones yeah. of Brixton. Wasn't Keith Levine in PIL as well?
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he was. He was
3: one of you as well. Yeah. And uh, final one. Hey, I thought to end on, I've got a real cracker. Robbie Coltrane, Hey-hey! go <laughs> Hey!
1: <Hey-hey!
3: laughs> Robbie Coltrane. Who can forget? Who can forget? One scene, never forgotten. That scene in the Comic Strip Presents uh, epi- uh, episode of, it was called The Supergrass. And he's yeah. walking out to two tribes are down that bloody um, jetty with the waves crashing around him, isn't they? Yeah. Absolutely incredible. That's on YouTube if anyone wants to uh, have a look at that. Incredible bit of uh, cinematography, as it were. So, uh, yeah, that was our first ever uh, Not Long Gone. So... Uh,
0: May God have mercy on their souls.
3: Obviously, every celebrity in the country is now <laughs> crapping it in case they end up on our
2: next list.
0: Yeah, like... I think, they, yeah, they're hoping that The Guardian will be more, uh, you know, more kind to them, aren't they?
2: <laughs> I can't see how anybody <laughs> wouldn't want an obituary on this programme in future. This is this is where it's going to be. Oh,
3: honestly, I, I have to say, as you say, what's the stuffy old one in The Guardian? Let's get on here. Let's do it. Well,
0: to, for what it's worth, as, mu- as much as, you know, I find the guardian a bit frustrating at times their obituary section is brilliant because usually you get one good we'll get to grimsby in a minute (laughs) you you get one good section which is of someone famous who's died you know which obviously our work is heavily influenced by now and then but then you get like somebody who and it's called other lives the section's called other lives actually and it's usually someone who's done something quite interesting and then they are Far more interesting than the big celebrity death. Do you get something like man, man who proved Hitler was probably a woman?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... like
0: Oxford <laughs> ap- academic J B Pillsbury, <laughs> uh, you know, was mocked throughout his academic career for his discovery of the genome gene that proved Hitler was likely to be a woman. <laughs> but who who wants to read and paragraph after paragraph? Surely.
3: Gone this gracious great balls have gone jerry lee lewis september nineteen thirty five to october twenty twenty two ends that's all you need yeah surely
2: surely yeah, his thirteen year old cousin as well don't forget that bit
0: yeah so if that's you're the right. agent of a if you're the agent of a dying celebrity email us <laughs> yeah, we'll probably we'll probably knock another one of these out by mid-December. So uh, if if your if your representative goes by the end of November, <laughs> let us know. We'll do a fitting tribute. Well, I tell you what. Tell me this,
3: right? Tell me which is the best tribute to Jerry Lee Lewis: ours or the intro to the Guardians, which started. He proclaimed himself forever a rock and roller through his remaining though his remaining decades were ones of turmoil, lurid tragedy, and farce. <laughs> well, that set it up. Goodness, goodness gracious, great balls of gone
2: ends. Saying, where do you fit a Gorn in that uh,
1: Guardian? Yeah.
0: Wow, well, exactly. Ding gone. <coughs> so, right, you're anyway, on the bus to Grimsby. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank. Everyone so far for their patience. <laughs> we Everyone's now, gone anyway. Yeah, we are now entering Grimsby, 1879. <sighs> Some say 1878. <laughs> <laughs> Goal, fellow my lad. Yes. yes. So, Grimsby. I'm, yeah, I've been there. Looks, I've always felt it's a very industrial place. I have to say. And i always think that it's unfairly attacked yes like it's uh every, everyone i've ever met from grimsby except for the away support of grimsby town but everyone else has always been really friendly and really kind yeah really yeah. nice yeah. Now, now when
3: you think of grimsby what do you think of well you think fish of fish, fish. fish yeah yeah <laughs> fish uh, the, the, the boats and you know the, the busy busy port yeah um pizza no no well did you know in 1998 the bbc reported that grimsby made more pizzas than any other area of europe in fact even more than
0: italy that's ridiculous yeah
3: yeah yeah
0: how, and how did they measure this well, I, I would
3: I would assume output number of pizzas outputted. I guess.
1: <laughs> I mean, no I'm,
3: I'm, I am guessing there were mainly fish-based pizzas, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a haddock and artichoke or something, yeah. you know. Yeah, cod and pineapple. <laughs> I'll, have a, I'll have a cod and pineapple deep pan. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, are we saying that Grimsby made more pizzas than any other area of Italy? No, uh, any
3: other area of Europe, Europe, including Italy, obviously. Yeah, including Italy.
0: This right. There's going to be some anomaly to this that the BBC aren't telling us here. Like, because Grimsby's an import, you know, it's a dock. So maybe all the pizzas will come in, in.
3: <laughs> Well, I reckon it's like, I reckon it's like, it's like, like that he... Sylvia Braverman
0: signing, signing a certificate on the beach with the French government italian government to stop their pizzas <laughs> coming in
3: <laughs> i i reckon it's it's like um it's like don sauce in it when you have all those adverts got like mama used to make and all that and then it's actually the small princess made in holland yeah you know so it's, it's, a, it's like your daddy used
0: to make <laughs> yeah, the exactly. factory with a tin of tomatoes
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah although i'm sure you're grimbarians or you're Grim- oh, yeah. your, your um, the Grimbarians, uh do enjoy a pizza, I'm sure. Who doesn't
0: though? I do miss good, a pizza.
2: They're going to be pretty sick of it if they if they don't like pizzas, aren't they? Because yeah. there's so many of them floating around down there, up there. Yeah.
0: It did it did surprise me though. If everyone is, I would have associated. Well, even in Leicester, there's a chippy called Grimsby Fisheries. Aye. Not, not the real one though is it <laughs> no it's not the real
3: one i mean you know well well i, I wonder if th- have you seen this twitter craze where it's basically you know you're from grimsby dot 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 and then you add something on you know you're from grimsby obviously uh, I, I, the surely you know you're from grimsby if you like a fishy pizza has got to be uh has got to be one of them Have you have you seen this this one this you're you know you're from grimsby on oh, twitter hey. So there's loads. It's just like, it's basically people from Grimsby taking the mickey out of Grimsby. So it's like, uh, you know, you're from Grimsby when the only thing you can find in your coat pocket is a chip fork. <laughs> you, know. you know, you're from Grimsby when you see a riot band charging through at 9.45 a.m. You know, this is now this. This is my particular favorite. You know, you you know you're from Grimsby when you walk in a bar and it's playing the theme tune from Neighbours. <laughs> uh, and the, my 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 second favourite, you know you're in Grimsby. Well, you know you're from Grimsby when you see a three to five year old calling people wankers. <laughs> yeah, you know you're from Grimsby.
0: So, what's your favourite?
3: It's got to be the neighbours, hasn't it? Walking into a that's bar and hearing the neighbours.
0: Oh, well, you should have. Re- what an order to do it in. Well, I forgot about Reveal- the wanker sign. <laughs> about the little saving kids. that for me yeah <laughs> bless you so yeah uh, so if you're so gonna you... build up if you're gonna rank them do the best one last Ah, that's, that's why, old-fashioned
3: that's like the magic
0: of being a comedian that's you're boring. kind of building the anticipation Don't. that's what they taught you at comedy school <laughs> <laughs>
3: and we all ignored <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> um gary have you been to grimsby I'm trying to remember if I... I think the closest I've actually been is, is Cleethorpes. And I think you can see Grimsby from Cleethorpes, but I've not actually been there.
3: Yeah, depends which way you came as well. You can go... You can hit Cleethorpes without going through Grimsby, or yeah. you can do it when you come through Grimsby. And you go down that main road. If you're coming you from the motorway, you go over the bridge um, by the docks, and then you go down this straight of the main road, two lanes both sides through... That even up to about ten years ago, we used to have—I would say a rough estimate—ten to twelve massage parlors on either side. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you know, welcome to Sex Street.
2: <laughs> uh, Channel Five.
3: The road, to, or is it, or is this otherwise known the road to Cleethorpe. <laughs> aka Sex Street? Yeah, uh, Cleethorpes is lovely man. I love Cleethorpe.
1: Yeah, I went uh... on a
2: very, very dull, awful day in. October or November so it wasn't the summer season the whole place was shut down and it was so misty you couldn't see the sea even if you were standing right on the front uh, you could hear it you knew it was there but you couldn't see it <laughs> 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 and then and uh, they all the other thing i remember about cleethorpes is it had a wimpy which oh, I, I don't know if anybody has a wimpy anymore it was a few years ago now when i went but it was it was the last wimpy i ever saw
3: God, wasn't that? Wasn't that? A, wasn't that? A, that sounds like some old blues song. That does. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: last wimpy it's, I ever saw.
2: Yeah. The last wimpy I ever saw that
0: wasn't in brackets.
2: That wasn't in a service motorway service station. That's yeah. Needs to have a disclaimer there as well.
3: Wow. Wow. I did go. To, yeah, I did go to Cleethorpes. Uh, was a couple of years ago? And I did see a shop that was selling gollywogs um and i thought yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> when was that oh man right within recently. The, within the last within the last uh 10 years that they were in the oh, you know you exactly. know the grip you know the grip machine where you put your money in and go and get the grip <laughs> yeah. they weren't selling them sorry it was in the grip machine you know and that one of the prices there was i think i took a picture of it oh man I lied unbelievable but um I was, if you are just sorry go on mate sorry I was,
2: no i was just gonna say you're sure it was in 1879 that so, that sounds about right <laughs> well it does
3: doesn't it yeah quite but uh, 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 on the road through that i'm talking about to, to to grimsby um if you take a left just before then you go under under an underpass uh where where uh spotted in 2019 were two uh, two people each on a mobility scooter Transporting shed panels on the front of their <laughs> of their, of their uh, mobility scooters, um, yeah, just on the underpass uh, through the middle of Grimsby, two lanes of traffic, just a lane each. Just take your mobility scooter under there to get your fence panels home.
0: So did they? Did they get arrested? Was it? Was it the? Was it the local news that you read this?
3: Well, it looks like they've been spotted. Someone has taken a picture out of their car. <laughs> so, so I, I just. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put a picture of it on the WhatsApp group. Here you go,
0: chaps. Have a quick look at that. Yeah, we'll have to put this on the Facebook group. Later. <laughs> Can you see it? I'll take your word for it. I'm just well, I, I, if they were if they were using mobility scooters, how are they going to build the shed anyway? When, <laughs> when well, maybe they, they got, were de- maybe they were doing shuttle runs. <laughs> Who
3: knows? Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, sorry mate, I see what you mean, yeah. Well maybe they were the fetches and the carriers. Maybe it was like worker ants.
2: Maybe you thought, well, ordinarily we'd use like one of those little uh fork trucks you could you can hire or yeah. for your gardening, but obviously one of these is that is actually better.
3: If, it, if either of you have a chance just to glance at your phone, it is a brilliant picture. I'd be, I'd be interested in getting your reaction if you get a chance to have a quick glance.
2: It looks like one of those pictures, from, you know, you see those pictures of other countries with like yes. eight, eight people on a moped yes. with <laughs> half a dozen chickens and a cow.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's
2: it that does. kind of thing, isn't it? It does.
0: Oh yeah, we'll definitely we'll get that on the Facebook group. It's a
2: belter,
3: isn't it? <laughs> it's,
0: it's,
3: it's a, a thing belter. of beauty,
0: that, isn't it? one of them's uh. edged ahead as well aren't they <laughs> like leaving the other one behind yeah i get, get home and put the kettle on
3: well it's going from one lane to, uh, on under the underpass out to two lanes as it comes up to the traffic lights so and he's obviously thinking I-, I i'm boxing this off here i'm having this
2: <laughs> i can beat this lot away from the lights <laughs> <laughs>
3: And by the way hello and welcome to laughing about things that other people can't see but yeah. it is worth going on we must i know we always say we must put it on the facebook page and then we forget but we must put that on our facebook page must not we yeah
0: that's a belter that's a belter She'll prioritize that
3: so what's grimsby thrown up for you then you
0: well it r- reminds me of so i used to work with somebody i can't really use his name because inevitably i'm going to mock him why right? <laughs> i've mocked him before <laughs> But I used to work with somebody who, for his entire career, looked and sounded like David Niven. And uh, he, he was a really great guy, actually, like really old school. Died in the wool journalist and uh, he yeah looked like David Niven and he had a story for every occasion. But he used to talk about his mate from uh, uh, Cleethorpes. Called Rod Temperton, and he used to talk to me about him all the time is like yes dear boy my friend rod temperton or he's in uh he's in LA right now he'll be on by the pool <laughs> drinking a glass <laughs> of wine like perhaps uh, a warm glass of champagne oh. wonderful man like we spent some great days together like hanging out at Cleet- <laughs> Cleethorpe's grimsby emmingham great days me and Rod. He we went uh, went on to write all the hits for Michael Jackson, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm just sitting here going, oh yeah, <laughs> whatever. And then one uh, one children in need, I was invited up to Radio Lincolnshire <laughs> to. Uh, well, I was bloody ill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulled a hamstring. Yeah, I was on this quiz team of flipping non-local celebrities or local non-celebrities, probably. Actually, the affair of description, and we were pl- we were pit against pitched against a group of BBC local BBC news readers. So so it was like me and these other other two or three eggheads. Like against like these smug B-B- local BBC people who are gonna who like you know <laughs> hey, great yeah who hey, hey. like, so so like they're all ask, answering these questions with uh, confidence you know like uh. Mel and Kim like, <laughs> like whatever <laughs> question was coming <laughs> whatever Tony question Blackburn. was coming up
1: like yeah.
0: Richard Starkey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you can add your own questions to these answers you know uh, and so on and so on but it's going on and like but actually our team wasn't too bad anyway so we're like buzzing in like david bowie yeah (laughs) So all these random questions and it gets it goes this show goes on for about an hour children in need show i doubt we made any money anyway but it gets it gets to about five two when we're wrapping up so it's something like 48 all in this pop quiz
1: it's a nail biter yeah yeah yeah
0: like so like they said right uh nominate nominate a spokesman for your team here's here's the tie break like so they um my team nominated me, probably because I hadn't said anything for the past 55 <laughs> minutes and thought it was only fair I get to speak on the radio as well. And then they, they nominate uh, their, their person. And the, uh, the DJ says, so which North Lincolnshire born hit writer wrote the album bad for Michael Jackson? straight in oh. Ron Temperton, everyone in the room just turned round and goes how the hell did you know that I said no is it right I was like yeah yeah how did you know and they're like yeah how did you know and I'm like uh, well I, I don't really but my mate reckons he knows someone who wrote all his hits all Jacko's hits and he always referred to him as Ron Temperton he's like yeah you're right and then it was like you win the uh, local media charity shield and the flipping look of resentment on the losing team's faces what a yield
3: oh that's better than winning (laughs) a meat (laughs) raffle that is isn't it (laughs)
0: yeah
2: that's why you didn't get that job at the bbc as well that time
0: yeah well that's true like i think because I do think the BBC's a mafia, and I think like they just shared, this, shared my CV amongst all the stations. Not this guy. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> he knows stuff. Because he did, didn't he? he, wrote, uh,
3: he wrote, uh, Temperton wrote Thriller, Rock With You, Off The Wall. But he also wrote Give Me The Night, that George Benson sang, and, I didn't know this, Yamo Be There. No, I didn't James, know that one. James yeah. Ingram
0: and Michael McDonald. Yeah. yeah. And Lead Is Night. And the feelings red. <laughs> oh,
1: what yeah!
0: he was in, in Heatwave. That's how he. That's yeah, how he got going with it. And that's
2: great as well. If ever you uh, want to have a look on YouTube and look for a clip of um, Heatwave doing um, Boogie Nights on top of the Pops.
1: Oh yeah. Because
2: he's he is the skinny white dude in an awful <laughs> um, all-in-one uh, lycra. Yeah. costume it's not it's not a good look for him
0: bless him got a fro as well
2: uh, <laughs> yeah he's yeah got, he's got the big hair
0: yeah so any, anyway like one of the one of the stories me old uh me old mate David Niven told me the old wing commander wing he cow. said he was like yeah Stato dear boy he said uh I remember a time when I went out with me old mate Temperton <laughs> we were drinking round the pubs We had a great night. At the end of the great night, we thought we'd go for a kebab. (laughs) (laughs) About 2 a.m. it was. And I was standing in the queue waiting waiting for my sheesh to be cooked. This beautiful young filly came up to me and said, Excuse me, are you the wing commander? I said, Yes, I am. (laughs) She said... (laughs) I hear you've got the biggest cock in Gainsborough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to
0: to this day, I would I don't know whether he has or not.
1: <laughs> are you sure?
2: Are you sure it wasn't? I've heard you are. <laughs>
0: Well, he had a few, hadn't he? Maybe he just heard oh.
1: us. Here you have them. <laughs> oh man!
3: Oh, I do answer to that, is there? No. Oh man! Confidence. Well, like the though, only answer to
2: that is yes, of course.
3: Well, yes, yeah. of course.
2: <laughs> you can't course. deny
0: it, can you? Thing is, where, you <laughs> where do you go from there? Yeah. Ooh. That's the thing. But in that sort of scenario, you're gonna you're gonna end up with a big reveal at some point. Yeah, that's true. Or or, or not the big reveal,
3: the not so big reveal. Yeah. The the thing is. She's expecting the biggest cock in Gainsborough. <laughs> he throws Obi Wan's cape at her. <laughs> the the
0: thing. <sighs> the thing is, if if I had one that I could boast like that, I would have told the story and then. Just let everyone have a little look. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say, when you say everyone, mate, it wouldn't
3: have been everyone. I think me and Gary would have been out of the room at that point, very quickly. As soon as you went for your flies, we'd have been gone. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak for Gary, obviously, but I, I'm i assuming Gary that you I'm, with know. You, I'm
2: with you. I'm I'm out, I'm out the door with you, Steve.
3: Yeah, cheers. Yeah. I'm
0: just I'm just saying to be more. Not even it.
3: Just a, just a, if I go first, my body shape's big enough to get you through. <laughs> you, can, you can just run through it, Tom and Jerry style.
0: I'm just saying, if <laughs> if I if I had one, <laughs> I'd be a bit more com- confident about it. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be saying, always oh, cold." Bit of chilly day, <laughs> chilly day, in Grimsby.
3: Dear God above,
0: is this the level we've hit? Yeah, yeah. It looks like it, uh, it is. We've got oh, some man.
2: climbing out to do here, haven't we?
0: We have. I, I I might have just a thing actually. And again, like um, like the Guardian obituary, the uh, tribute to Rod Temperton. There, <laughs> I, could, I could not. I could have not expressed the great man's career better <laughs> or capped it with a finer story it's what he would have wanted <laughs> exactly he's not even dead and he would uh, he is oh is he he's gone yeah yeah he's gone <laughs> he's well when gone did he, when did he he's, gone? he's well
2: gone uh I, I, i'm gonna guess it i'm hasn't... gonna guess at
3: least five six years ago maybe even longer yeah it
2: was about kidding? 2016 wasn't it, or
3: something like you that. Have a look. Oh, was he one of the cursor of two thousand and six Yeah,
0: 2016. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well,
1: actually, that's torn it.
3: Actually, minus minus the tash on this picture
0: here, he looks like the Winko. Can can you can we stop describing things people can't see? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Fair
0: enough. Hey, so Grimsby, let's get out of this
3: quick. um You know, like if you found a message in a bottle washed up on the beach, and you know, uh, uh, what what would you what would you expect to find in that message in a bottle? Uh,
0: you know, I, I don't know. It always sort when I was a youngster, it always filled me with the idea of finding one, filled me with excitement. Yeah, like, like the message would be something re- either really cryptic or really valuable. Or you know lead me on some sort of adventure to uh it's probably the premise of about 30 disney movies anyway in it like but yeah but you you just you you might even find like you know
3: a new pen friend or somebody somebody who's you know uh, just a a message of hope or something like that well a few years ago phoebe goff from Cleethorpes and freddie mossett from marsh chapel Stumbled across just such, a thing, messaging a bottle while walking on the beach. Uh, And uh, they opened it up excitedly, thinking what's going to be inside it. Pulled out the bit of paper. And guess what it was? A commemorative sketch of Sir Bruce Forsythe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Superb. Nice to see you. (laughs) (laughs) To see you. Nice. The pitch. The picture is... And
3: again, I'm describing if, things you can't you're see. we are not doing it again. Come well, well on, We've right. got to put the picture on the Facebook
0: page. We need a YouTube but, yeah. channel, don't we? That's what yeah, we, we do, need. don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: There it is. Uh, and, and, and they've now got it framed in their house. <laughs> Just like, it's a commemorative sketch because, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, there's and, there's I mean, a message
0: I mean, with it. Like, here's my drawing. <laughs> this is well, my no, message in the no, Here's
3: there's my a drawing of, of Bruce. There's a picture of Sir Bruce... And yeah. then in pencil, so it's a pencil drawing. Yeah. And then at the top it says in pencil, mem- in memory of Sir Bruce Forsyth. And then coming out of his mouth, are oh, nice to see you, to see <laughs> you, nice. Uh, did he do well? Did you do well? And uh, yeah, good guy, good
0: game. Uh, yeah." That, that, uh, I mean, so this is a recent message in a bottle. It's not a, not like twenty odd years ago. No. Oh, there's two more at the bottom here. What do points make? Question mark.
3: <laughs> and the last one, give it a twirl. Um, yeah, in
0: memory of Sir. In memory of Sir Bruce. That's I thought when you started this, I thought, oh, this this is like a something. It's been bobbing around in the water since 1975, and somebody's opened it, and there's a drawing of Brucey, and he, he's in his pomp, and uh, he's you know, generation game, and play your cards right, Brucey. But no, it's strictly Brucey. It's flipping the last days of Brucey. Yeah, because, I... because also the, my thought pattern on this is when I when I was when I was a kid, when I was a child, messaging a bottle was a thing of wonder. Yeah, because. It was easy to it, it would be very rare to find a bottle on the beach
1: mm.
0: like now. It's like the water aisle in Tesco isn't it if you want <laughs> yeah. if you want to that if you want an empty plastic bottle go to the beach, to the beach. <laughs> but, but, but but what i want to know is who obviously a
3: massive bruce forsyth fan sir bruce fan with a with a talent with a penchant for a pencil drawing thought i am so distraught by sir bruce's death i'm going to pay homage to him by doing a drawing and then having done the drawing Added some quotes of his, his his you know most well-known uh, sayings and catchphrases, and then thought, I know what I'm going to do with this. I'm not going to frame it, or, or or
0: put it up for auction. What I'm going to do is stick it in a bottle and throw it in the sea. To be honest, I can actually see their thought process in that. Whoa, hang on a minute! It was you, wasn't it? Well, all I would say is I get tired of reading. After a celebrity dies, what you tend to read is distraught fan. Dave Smith from Harrogate took to Twitter to say, I'm distraught. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a far finer tribute to a great man. True, true. A portrait in a bottle. Unique. I want to know well, more about the bottle, whether it was like an ornate green affair. With no, i tell you exactly
3: lid. what I'll tell you exactly what it was.
0: Fanta bottle.
3: No, because I knew that you would ask this question. So I have researched it. I like uh, the detail. Uh, it was a, a Majestat brandy
0: bottle. Ooh. That. That is worthy of carrying Brucey to his grave. <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Uh,
1: yeah. I,
2: I just wonder, I just. I know it's, we're back to describing things that are that nobody else can see, but at the bottom left of the picture, is that a, this is nine out of 10 in terms of um, copies of this picture, or is that the score they've given themselves out of how good a drawing yes, is? Yes,
3: I did see that.
0: I don't, <laughs> again, it has to go on the... Um... What's it, what is the number? Nine out of 10? Yeah. Yeah. yeah is it? Well, yeah. yeah. That's what I will give myself.
3: Well, well going, When did <laughs> Brucey, when did Brucey... Uh... When was Brucey gone? It wasn't
0: October, was
3: it? This is no, a great idea, August. actually, for a listener oh, there you competition. Go,
0: okay. Draw your tribute to Brucey and put it on our Facebook page. Brilliant. Do it. Please. I <laughs> will come up. Please. With, and the, the first prize will be a bottle of that random brandy you've been talking about.
3: Wow, I'm just going to look at it now. Yeah. Imagine that it's brandy. Sticking his a neck
0: look. out, hoping it doesn't cost £500 a bottle. <laughs> well, here oh, we go. It oh,
3: from, uh, Bargain Booze, a bet. Well, I tell you what, it looks like you can get it from Lidl oh, and other and other good right. retailers okay. as well. Hang on, uh, might have oh, a no, first, no, no, second and no, third, no, maybe yeah. maybe you can't, maybe you can't actually. Hang on a second.
0: Ooh, okay. Let's have a look. How much? Yeah. If it's if it's from Little or Aldi, we'll have a first, second, and third place. You can't
3: actually. We sure can buy it anymore. Hang on a second. Magistat Exo. Here we go. Spanish, Spanish brandy, <laughs> brandy
2: de Jerez. Where all the good ones come from. There we go. Yeah, of course, of course. Hang on, it's saying it's. I've just gone to this, this website. Tell, we're in the territory German.
0: now. <laughs> We've ble- you, you talk about pictures people can't see. Now we're listening to you Google things. <laughs> So this is a tripping oh yeah such a great podcast this is (laughs) expertly put together they say well
3: all I'll say is there was somebody bid for it on just whiskey limited the online whiskey and brandy auctions uh, and somebody's winning bid was seven pound fifty was it yeah yes because
2: they needed a bottle to put their Bruce Forsyth picture in
3: I want some tasting notes. <laughs> that brandy review yeah. uh, budget. So, yes, you can get it for a tenner from Lidl.
0: Yeah. Share your Brucie drawings with us. <laughs> oh,
3: hang on. It's getting a good review here. Hold on, we've gone way off piece here now. Hang on. He says you must drink this. Even if you don't like brandy, it is a good budget. Yeah. Brilliant! This has a decent dried fruit flavour, and uh, yeah, it's it, it, it might be more suitable for setting alight your Christmas pudding than sipping with a fine cigar. But it's okay at that price. There you go.
0: <laughs> Basically, if you're a chronic
3: alcoholic, you're gonna love this. <laughs> yes, yes, quite. If you're if you're the drunken bakers from Viz, you're gonna <laughs> like this. Yeah brilliant so yeah brucey in a brucey in the bottle yeah oh he's been waiting we've been waiting all night yeah, to sing you know. that there we go yeah. we've got a we have got something incredible though haven't we gary that we've uh to do the honors with the, the big one the really big one from grimsby
2: what's i can't remember which one this is now
3: um ooh, oh the very big, one. big. The, the the big big one yeah
2: Oh yeah, the the, the uh, big the, one. The yeah.
3: Bigfoot
2: foot from uh yeah. Grims, from Grimsby. Yeah. Oh, the... I
0: thought you were gonna talk about that really tall donkey. <laughs> that's that's the other big one. We're back to the biggest cock in Gainsbury again,
3: aren't
0: we? <laughs> <laughs> Unlike a David I'm, Niven. Well, I'm sort of pleased yeah. it's not not the really tall donkey because it yet again refers to a photograph of a really tall donkey. <laughs> no <one> <laughs> we need to get more descriptive, we need to be like Radio 4 the bloody archers or something. Yeah. Sound effects, the fallen archers. Sorry, anyway, I've ruined your build up, Gary.
2: No, well, no, there's not. There's, I mean, where else do you go after all that than other than to the uh, the Bradley Bigfoot in Bradley Woods? In Grimsby, yeah. um someone spotted Bigfoot.
1: When you said badly, Bigfoot, I just Bigfoot, thought, and I'm not just
2: saying it to annoy you, Mark, but there is a photo of it on uh, the Grimsby <laughs> News website. <laughs> um,
0: Grim, Describe that photo, Telegraph. Gary, if you would. But Can I it, just? It's, it's Sorry, such go, a good go photo,
2: it. though. It only looks a bit photoshopped, and uh you'll yeah, you'll you'll see it, but it, yeah. it's. You know, but apparently, though, Bradley Woods is is quite renowned for strange phenomena, Um, although they don't list any others. (laughs) They just
0: say people people in cars of a Saturday night.
2: Yeah. yeah. It does say say people
3: are people are looking for an ape like creature. Well, that doesn't really narrow it down, does it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because they have they have all sorts in in Grimsby. They've also got they've also had at least uh, uh what is it two werewolves as well, um, and because the, there's uh the, there was a werewolf that lived on an island in the uh in the estuary, um, and uh, after some fish fishermen started going missing, they <laughs> they turned up to search the island and found a load of bones and a man who was still alive. So they arrested him and he turned into a werewolf and they dragged him off. And uh, it's it 400 years ago. So, you know,
3: it can happen. Can, so, I, can I just I just want to go back to Sasquatch for a bit go on uh, briefly. Um, apparently. Uh, Thunder says here, can you imagine loud, thundering footsteps that shake the ground and the weird, strange smell of rotten eggs? I and I imagine that, yeah. I think that exactly, I think yeah. that I think that's <laughs> I think that's Bigfoot shaming.
1: <laughs> that's, well, that's that's what's shaming eggs, that. Yeah
2: Why 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 would it smell of rotten eggs though?
3: Well, I mean I, I suppose its diet's a bit roofagey. Let's say that. <laughs> very sulfurous. Yeah, of course, but who but who can forget, of course, the the, the, the very the amazing episode of uh, the six million dollar man where he did come across and wrestled Bigfoot. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fine so if you're, if you're so if you're in Bradley Woods and you hear a... <whistles> <laughs> <whistles> And then smell some eggs, you know what's happening. Yeah. Steve Austin and Steve Sasquatch are a fight. And, and did you know Sasquatch? In that episode of Six Million Dollar Man, was played by Andre the Giant,
2: the wrestler. He, he was the only tall man in Hollywood at the time, though, wasn't he? Yes, he was.
3: He <laughs> was, and the only one who smelt of rotten eggs as well. <laughs> <That's so. right. laughs> so, but
2: so when you look nice. at um you look at Grimsby, they're they're quite famous for some odd stuff going on because not just in Bradley Woods. And I discovered that one of the most haunted places in grimsby um, was a uh, actually a ghost train in a fairground um and i don't know whether the person who was reporting this story understands what a ghost train is (laughs) Um, it's like every time we turned a corner there was a skeleton there shrieking at me and then there was (laughs) an old witch Right. But uh so yeah, so apparently the most one of the most haunted places in Grimsby is a fairground ride of a ghost train.
1: So
0: I think I think it i'm when you told me this story I just thought this is this is brilliant. It's like this is even better than Scooby Doo. Like <laughs> cuz Scooby Doo would have had that as a storyline. And then but at the end they would have whipped a mask off and it was the security guard at the at the fairground yeah doing all the spooking in this case you've got a thing pretending to be haunted which is actually being haunted it's genius it's It's a a genius ghost yeah no one's ever gonna find this ghost (laughs) he doesn't want to be found does he he doesn't yeah but i could see right through him But I, but that's the that's the a
1: bit like your,
3: bit, bit like we can your your, your knackered boxer shorts.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the thing though. You could you could re- ride the ghost train relentlessly, eventually see the ghost, go and report the ghost. I don't know who you'd report a ghost to, actually. But <laughs>
2: Ghostbusters.
0: Ghostbusters. Yeah. So you in Ghostbusters <laughs> well, and you, you say, "I was on I was on well, the or ghost Mr., train, or Mr Meeker." Yeah. I was I was on the ghost train, and we just got going, and I'm sure I saw a ghost. And the person on the end of the phone going, "What on the ghost train?" Like, yeah, yeah, there was a ghost, but th- there really was a ghost. so what did it look like? <laughs> well It looked like a ghost. I, but you on, you're a on ghost the ghost train?
1: train?
0: <laughs> <laughs> ghost is a genius. But also, it needs a little bit more of a story. So, when when uh, when I was at school, we had a story that on floor two, there's the ghost of a young girl who died in the swimming pool in classroom two A. Right? You had a swimming pool in your classroom. Exactly. It couldn't have possibly happened. <laughs> well, be- like before we went to this school, there was a swimming pool in class room 2a (laughs) (laughs) and and people would say yeah i know but after she died it got filled in (laughs) (laughs) because it was dangerous (laughs) because somebody died in it
1: it got filled in
0: (laughs) (laughs) God. so yeah quality ghost that is Mm. but it needs a bit more of a story it does yeah needs needs to be the the ghost of the fairground operator who got his long heavy metal hair co- style hair caught in one of the levers that made the ghost train move. Yes. He was yes strangled to
2: death. Yeah.
0: By his own locks. By his own <laughs> rock locks. Rock lock tragedy of the <laughs> fairground <laughs> engineer. <laughs>
3: Brilliant. You're gonna talk about your big donkey then? Or do you can't you be bothered.
0: Me? Yeah, you've you've been hinting. I, at A big I donkey. I don't know yeah. anything about the flaming donkey. You you sent us a photo of what looked to be Gary feeding a, <laughs> 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 a, a guy
3: on tiptoe. Feeding Again, describing yeah. a
0: photograph no one could see.
3: I can't be bothered. It's a big donkey um
2: it was was it five foot seven i seem to remember the height was five foot it was seven. five
3: foot seven the second biggest donkey in the world yeah. yeah yeah hey uh second place to harry Maguire. um hey uh should we do some Bourns in grimsby yeah do
0: some yeah. bones bones in grimsby i'll tell you what we'll what we'll do is we'll go out with the bones because we went came in with the gorns Brilliant. and let's and be honest look, it looked like we've got like a professional producer in the background Holding his or her earpiece and pointing at a clipboard. And let's face it, 1879 didn't offer much anyway, did it? No, no.
3: Didn't yield did. much. Oh, it hang did. on.
0: Hang on. The first, oh, then quick. The world's first transatlantic steamer was launched. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Only you
0: can make that sound like a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's still still uh, floating in the channel, apparently. Right. Yeah, go on. So we were right about 1879
3: then. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was 70's. it. Right, okay. Born in Grimsby. Uh, in no particular order here, Mark, as well. There's not a best one. I'm just saying. Um, probably one of the most famous uh, actresses of the 80s and 90s, I would say. Julie P. Good. Born. Born in Grimsby come on there's that silence tell me you
0: don't know you, you tell me that know, you're not going to say Yes, yeah. yeah, she was in brookside and the like oh that's yeah. why i didn't know your bones your bones aren't like your gorns oh no like, like when you when you've got a board there's there's not a lot you can add well P- when P's you've got good. a gorn they've got like a body of work yeah
3: well your peas good was known as the queen of the ad voiceovers most famous for a bird's eye frozen peas advert in 2000 in the 90s but she was known as queen of the ad voiceovers
0: yeah well that was my thing about julie Peasgood. and she actually advertised peas yeah and had the surname of the um product she was trying to advertise with a with an additional endorsement in her surname
2: and it was the was the advert peas are good peas are good
0: is that it? I don't remember it. Because I don't. Know, have you noticed on London Road, Gary? Not far from um nowhere near where you live. <laughs> there's there's a church. There. There's a church that's. Uh, it's got the name of the Reverend, and then it says Catering by, and the person who does the catering is. uh It's like one of the blue boards, gold, gold embossed, it says like. You know the, the the Reverend Howells, and then it says catering, and then it says a cook, <laughs> <laughs> and I always think is that like? Well, of course it is. Is that is that Angela Cook, or is it someone they don't know?
2: <laughs> it's almost like putting TBC.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't know. They don't know who's doing <laughs> the cooking, but it must be somebody. <laughs>
3: I've got to say that uh, I'm probably just going to skip, skip. Out, just read a list of names out now, because quite frankly, the best ending we could do on this is me reading the names out and then Gary just singing peas are good, peas are good again. <laughs> <laughs> so you ready, Gary? I want to read some names off. Okay. Right. Uh, I want to go and I'll give it the nod. Norman Lamont, Duncan McKenzie, John Hurt. Your boys took a hell of a beating. Guy Martin, Grimsby Fisher uh, swimmer, Brenda Fisher, who broke the women's world record for swimming the English Channel.
0: Obviously, Thomas Grimsby Fisher, Brenda Fisher.
3: She's up there with your peas good, <laughs> isn't she? Thomas Tur Thomas Turgoose, oh, who, yeah? who sadly doesn't own a goose. Uh, and back to Julie Peasgood again.
2: Peas
1: are good. Peas are good. Mm. It's Julie Peasgood. <laughs>